show. My name is Justin. And my name is Abby. And we're off. Uh, so <laughs> if you hear me burp or anything like that, I'm sorry. I've had, I am having me an adult beverage today. I feel like it. Um, your family was just over decorating cookies. So I feel like an adult beverage is a requirement at this point. Whatever. I need those out <laughs> of my fridge. Um, so we're going to have an interesting conversation. I think it's going to be an interesting conversation today. Um, I came across this chart this week at work. It was extremely interesting, but it's a conspiracy theory chart. And uh, it's really cool and really interesting. And I asked Abby to get it, but yeah, we don't have it yet. Um, we have it. I just keep forgetting to grab it. I forgot. <laughs> I had my sister print it off and... It's in her vehicle. Yeah. So, sorry. so she said it was hard to read anyway. So I think I need to send her a different. But on it, it's from Abby Richards, I believe is the lady's name who made it. And uh, basically she researched all these, these uh, conspiracy theories and it's really funny, but at the same time, it's very interesting. And I was going to want to, I kind of wanted to go through them with you and mm -hmm. just kind of like pick three or so and do some research on them and talk about them. Cause I think they'd be interesting conversation pieces because your family is very much believes like every conspiracy theory out there. Like, you think? Oh, I think a lot of them are going to apply to your family. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of them are going to apply to my family. Um, I'm, I've been very open. I don't believe in conspiracy theories. I just like the stories. Yeah. And that's kind of like, so a lot of stuff I do on my free time is I watch a lot of conspiracy theory stuff and people talk about conspiracy theories and yada, yada. And uh, one of the things that I do is I kind of let the story take over. And it's very interesting. There's a lot of very well-spoken people and a lot of that stuff mm -hmm. um, on the good side and on the bad side, whatever you would say, either on the believers or the people trying to prove it wrong. I just think it'd be very interesting to talk about. I think it could lead to some fun, some fun conversations. So, some of them get a little crazy and weird. You said it was a podcast, right? Or was it just that Abby Richards? I heard her on a podcast. Okay. Of one of the so one of the people I listened to is Simon Dan, and uh, he was a flat Earth debunker. And uh, yes, here, not here recently, but. Probably right before COVID started, it was kind of at its biggest again that it had been in a while. Maybe even like a year before that. What um, was that its biggest? Flat Earth. Oh, okay. People like openly saying that they believe in Flat Earth. Um, kind of around the time that Kyrie Irving came out and said he believed in Flat Earth and stuff. And it's really hard. Like, it's really hard to believe if these people truly believe in it. Mm-hmm. Or if they just kind of came out as like trolls. Yeah. Because it was around the same time. That is hard. They came really big when like trolling on the internet first became like say, a big thing. That was started, like the yeah. thing that year was like. Ooh. They started coming out. And there's a lot of them came out a long time ago. Like their channel started when YouTube was just started a little bit. So some of them, I think, really do believe it. Mm -hmm. And really do believe the things that they say. But there's some of them where it's like, I think you're trolling and mm -hmm. then you just kind of got caught in it. And now you're kind of stuck in this. Like, <laughs> I have 500,000 subscribers that I'm making money off these people talking about, like, I'm going to keep doing it because I'm making money talking about Flat Earth, you know? Gotcha. And I think a lot of the people watching it 
are watching the car wrecks. <laughs> like, I don't think a lot of people are really, really do believe in a flat earther. I would hope you don't, because there was a lady, um, I'd have to look her name up. She was on the podcast and she was talking about it. And um, the first time she encountered a flat earther was like a year after they started building their movement up. And she uh, went into a debate with one, like not knowing she was going into a debate. She thought she was going in to have a conversation with this person that believed in something like flat earth. Mm -hmm. And it turned into this debate with this person. And she was talking about, she was like, I couldn't respond because I was so flabbergasted that this was disproved so long ago. Right. And it has, has been such an understood thing of, it's not like our, our, our the planet we live on is a surf is a globe, right? <laughs> like, well, and that's why I think for some reason for me that one alone is the one I just cannot get behind, like even a little bit. I'm like, I no, like I'm just like no, well, sorry. And I haven't looked a whole lot into it just from what you have told me. I'm like, why would someone think that? <laughs> it's, and but a lot yeah. of it. Which a lot of these conspiracies that I've that I've been hearing about and that I've seen in the United States, at least, it's based purely on religion. Which is like what? Like Christianity. Like okay. so, in the Bible, it says there's an ocean above and an ocean below, and he split the oceans. So therefore, they there's a group, and this isn't all Christians. This isn't all people who believe in uh, the Lord or whatever, but there's people who believe that there's a dome above us of water. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> there's mean, people who believe that the earth is only 6,000 years old. There's people who believe that there's a very prominent creationist on YouTube who I watch because it is just so cringy. It's hilarious. I know. I'm like, I wish you guys could see my face. I'm like oh, cringing. It's, at he's like so cringy. It's hilarious. It's Ken, Ken Hovind. Hovind, or I don't know how to say his name, but he believed dinosaurs and humans existed together. I'm not even joking. Um, hey. Flintstones? <laughs> Come on. That's a real like, reality in his mind. And this guy was a freaking high school teacher. Like, taught science in a school. That'd be interesting to see his. I haven't seen any of his stuff, honestly. I, I don't I'll have get... to show you some of it because it is. I mean, it's, he, he claims the Grand Canyon was created in about a week. Wow. <laughs> and he bases this off of. The fact that he dug a channel into his pond he has on the dam of the pond, and the pond cut a canyon through the dam in about a, in a couple hours until the pond was drained. Like <sighs> dirt and rock are different. A different. <laughs> like okay, I'm and with it. you that if there was a dam that broke all the topsoil where the Grand Canyon is, because it's not rock all the way to the top. Right. It's just sandstone basically the entire canyon so i i'm with you if the dam broke dirt would wash away quick as crap and yes you bring up a good point when a dam breaks 
And the way water is, it clings on to everything, holds everything, and it basically turns it into kind of a high-grit sandpaper. Like if there's sand, rock, mm -hmm. dirt, and water's rushing by, it's carrying that stuff with it. Now, it's not a sandpaper in the sense of like you can put pressure against mm -hmm. it because it's just going to come off of it. Right. But yeah, you have a point there that, yeah, you're, you're carrying things that are going to cause damage essentially to ground around it. But <laughs> to, to claim Ooh, yeah. that it cut a mile down in seven days was is so I, I can't get, even like wh where does he get his like from the Bible? Okay. That's where gotcha. Anything you bring like I've watched debates with this guy and I mean, people bring up a lot of stuff like, well, how do you explain DNA? How do you explain RNA? How do you explain this? How do you explain that? And he always goes back to, well, the Bible says, well, the Bible says, well, the Bible mm -hmm. says. And it's like, dude, like, I'm sorry to any Christians out there, but the Bible is not a, not a scientific document. It is not a, it's, it's not a historical textbook. And you're, you can't, like we've had this conversation before. Mm -hmm. One of my biggest problems with religion is the Bible and the fact it's been translated so many times. You can't convince me that that that, that that's not changed in the original. In translating the damn Bible from Latin <laughs> to English makes it to where the Bible talks about freaking unicorns. Right. I was going to say, we talked about that before. How, and like, I've brought that up. It's like, oh, it's just a mistranslation. No, it's a direct translation for two different, like different an animal that out. didn't exist in this area that exists in this area. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's like, the whole point of it is like, you can't trust it because they had to change it to fit. To fit yeah. And it's just, it's hilarious how these people stand by it so much but we're not getting into i could do a whole podcast on ken hoven because his stuff is just so like part of me is like why does why do people waste their time like he's not worth the time it's so far out there he's not worth the time and then you learn this guy has a damn science center where he invites families to bring their children and he'll teach them about science and like persuades people to, to basically believe in this 6,000 year old earth lie that he's telling. Hmm. And it's like, Whoa, dude, now you're getting to the cult culty. I was going to say, it sounds kind of culty to me, like, but it is like, <laughs> it's your choice to go there your choice to take your kids there there was to see it or during whatever, and then during all this stuff that i've watched on it mm -hmm. there's this one guy i think his name was ben davidson and uh he grew up like his parents bought him the kit hoven movies mm -hmm. dvd sets and like he truly believed in what kit hoven taught and uh he was very much a supporter of kent hoven's and he uh, got to college and had things questioned and became an atheist, basically. Does not believe in God, does not believe in religion. This and Davidson first. Yes, okay. this guy. And uh, kind of was looking back at all the stuff that Ken Hoban taught him. And like he talks about it openly, too. He's like, I had a professor that I went to and uh, spoke to him about it. 
and he started bringing up questions and I brought the exact same arguments that Ken Hovind made that I believed in to this professor and he tore them apart. And it was interesting because Kent had got his hands on this guy's video that he made mm -hmm. and basically berated him and essentially attacked him for disagreeing. Like, and it, it was such a bad look. I felt so yeah. bad. Like, this guy, like, really supported you, gave you, his family gave you money and believed in you. Mm -hmm. And you're not only attacking him, you're saying that his parents failed him. Like, the stuff you're saying is, like, pretty damning. Like, right. and, you know, you. my first thought would have been from somebody religious is, like, hey, you do you. Right. Like, you figure this out on your own. I'm always here. I have more information. If you want to have a conversation with me, feel free. Um, but no, it was like a, a lot of people, unfortunately, don't think that way. It's it was terrible. <laughs> I've had, I don't know too many that do. It was it was just crazy. I couldn't. <laughs> how, so how did he get to be so well known? Just being for a, being batshit crazy. Basically, <laughs> this guy's so crazy. Really, what he's we known for? A DVD set. What he's known for on the internet is. He does, he goes after atheists. Well, and it's pretty crazy to see Christian, the things that Christians will say. And I'm using Christian as like a, a all encompassing Generic, term yeah. right now. But the things that people who are like really religious will say when someone doubts it mm -hmm. is just mind boggling, you know, like it's just crazy. Yeah. So. I have a whole nother rant I can go on on that. I want to do some more research on some stuff and we'll talk more about Kent because it's so batshit fucking crazy. It, it blows my mind. Um, but of course, throughout all this, there's three prominent ones that I pay attention to and I mm -hmm. listen to. I don't watch them every night or watch them every day or listen to them every day. Um, but there, you know, every once in a while I'll go back and I'll watch some other stuff and, I always find it very intriguing, but it's Simon Dan. Um, big thing with him is is he's a very good presenter. He's British. He's very he's an intelligent person, and he knows how to like do the slight humor where it's not like I'm gonna roll on the floor laughing. Yeah. But that humor where you're just like ah good like dad yeah. jokes. It's dad jokes. I got it. And it's pretty good. And then there's another one, Conspiracy Cats, who I think is. A, was or is a science teacher and um has helped write some science textbooks and stuff like a pretty intelligent dude and um he's very funny he's very witty very quick um he's the one who does a lot of the debates and stuff it's very interesting to watch him and then another guy named um professor dave he's very funny and you can tell when you watch his videos like he might not be the best editor or the best recorder i don't know that stuff that's really. not usually why i don't know that stuff very well but he's very well researched mm -hmm. he knows what he's talking about and he even openly admits like i know physics or I know chemistry that's what he was he was a chemistry teacher he goes i know chemistry very well but when it comes to um astrophysics or some other branch of science he's like i don't know so what do i do i either hire somebody to write the script so i can learn it Oh, or I go research it. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty interesting. And that's what he was talking about. He's like, I'll hire somebody to write the script for me of 
why this is a lie, basically. Oh, and okay. while he's making the video, he's learning about it. And it's pretty interesting. It's pretty cool. I mm. I think it's very, very well done the way he does it. Sleep. Mm. It's one of those, like, when I'm working and I'm, like, in the lawnmower all day or something, I'll turn it on and listen to it while I'm working. Mm -hmm. Just because it, I don't get everything they say. It's, a like I said, just a lot of freaking information. Yeah. And I do, like... I was, I think the last time I watched it, it was a month or two ago. Cause it was like, God, it's just so much information. It's yeah. A lot to take in. And with me, I like listening more for their thought processes than anything else. I think that's the most interesting part of it, you know, mm -hmm. is just, is the, the way that they go about figuring things out. And then also, it's really interesting to see that how many of these conspiracy theories are anti-establishment, which I think is a part of MK Ultra and the Watergate scandal is in the U.S. at least heavily ingrained almost to where like the government's out to get you. Mm. Like they're not here to help you. They're out to get you. And it's crazy because like the government gives you water. The government gives you roads. The government gives you hospitals, schools, like, yes, there's been some terrible things that our government has done mm -hmm. in the United States, but they give you a lot of things that are necessities as well. Right. Like things that like if they took away funding for schools, people would be pissed. Like that's yeah. yeah, the government does that. You know, if they took away funding for roads and there weren't roads anywhere, like you're not paying for a road outside, you know, right. that's a lot of money. Like I don't, I've never heard of anybody paying to fix the pothole out in front of their own house. No, they call the county to come do it or the city to come do it. Mm -hmm. um, plumbing water, like it is, it is an amazing thing that water can be in your house. Oh yeah, at your will. Like you don't have to go get it. You can move a lever and magically you have water in your house. Yeah. That water is drinkable usable cookable with like you can clean yourself with it like like i don't think people understand in first world countries at least understand that that's not everywhere right like there's a lot of countries that don't have that like you can use the restroom and get rid of your waste you can take a shower every day like mm -hmm. the government gives you that <laughs> like, right yeah you i mean you yeah you pay you for pay it, for but, it but yes. That's for a government provided even, utility for it to even be an option. Yeah. Like, is, I mean, I think it's taken advantage of. Oh, or, or, you know, you go to wash your hands. You don't think anything of it. No, it's no just, one does. It's, like you said, it's there. Like I said, you can use the restroom in your house. Mm -hmm. You can, you can go poop. There's a designated in your area. house. <laughs> like, yeah, even a hundred years ago, that wasn't for not everybody had that. Yeah. Like people in even in the United States still have to walk to get water or drive a vehicle to go get water from somewhere to bring back to their house. Mm -hmm. Like I think it's very understated how much of a like modern miracle water in your home is. Mm -hmm. It was it's mind blowing. And because, again, I'm more interested in the conversation than the facts of it or anything. Um, 
I mean, I am interested in the facts of it, but I'm more interested in the thought process that goes behind it than anything else. Real answers. That's something else, it, too. So. Like, if, if when we're doing these conspiracies, if anybody out there actually believes these conspiracies and wants to have a conversation with me, yeah, I'm not debating, I'm not arguing with people. Right. You want to just talk about it, that's fine. I'm, I feel I'm like down. I'm a pretty open minded person and I don't have a lot of like influences on me from that aspect. I don't really pay attention to a lot of conspiracy theories. I just find it funny watching the car wrecks. So, I mean, one of them that's on that chart is Bigfoot. Like, I know it's, it is extremely unlikely that Bigfoot is real. I enjoy the stories of Bigfoot. I think they're very entertaining, mm -hmm. but they're just stories. Like in all reality, Bigfoot is not a thing. Bigfoot is not real. None of those cryptids are real. Um, it, I just find the stories behind them very interesting. Mm -hmm. Now, with that being said, there's a chance that he could be real. There's a chance that some of those cryptids are real. Sure. Um, I mean, there's been plenty of conspiracy theories that have been proven to be true. Enough that have proven to be true. MK Ultra is one of them, where people thought the government was trying to test mind control on them. And it turns out the government was trying to test mind control on them through LSD. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, conspiracy, there's conspiracies out there that have been found to be true. I have no qualms against that. Um, I'm just more interested in the thought process behind it. I find it very interesting. So, hmm. And like I said, the story is always the best part. I love the hmm. stories. I like the stories. That's what I'm here for. Well, the stories are, I mean... A lot of like the debunkers on the internet are like, that's all it is, is just the story. It's just a story. It's like, yeah, but it's fun to buy into stories. Oh, yeah. Like, there's an entertaining I'm here for the magic. Yeah. Yeah. There's an inner, like, Harry Potter wizards are not real. You still enjoy the story of it. Mm -hmm. Like, the Hobbit, elves, dwarfs, and all that crap. It's not real. I still enjoy the story, <laughs> you know, so let, um, your mind, let your mind go there and let it be creative. And and a lot of them are at it. They, a lot of like the debunkers, I should, I should put this in there as well. They go at it against the people who are like adamantly trying to convert. Yeah. Like people who are doing like out there trying what they're trying. They're not trying to get to the people who are actually, preaching quote unquote it but they're trying to get to the people who are watching who might be on the fence and not convert them or change their minds mm -hmm. but just they're getting to them like hey here's the real science behind it if you still believe in this whatever mm -hmm. but just so you know here's the real science behind it here's the real things behind it and then it turns into this whole like I don't agree with what a lot of the debunkers do where in a nutshell, what they're doing is attacking the, they're attacking the thoughts, mm -hmm. but it turns into where the people who believe it turn around and instantly attack the person. Right. And it's bullshit. But I mean, there's not a good way. I've thought about it. Like there's not a good way to go about really trying to talk sense, quote unquote, into a conspiracy theorist and show them facts. Mm-hmm. There's not a, 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 a uh, uh, yeah, there's not a good way. I guess that's the only way I can word that. Yeah. Like you kind of have to go at them. You kind of have to uh, 
attack their thoughts, attack what they believe in. Mm-hmm. And it's not even a, it's, it's not even really an attack. It's just bringing information to them. To them, yeah. And it blows my mind because, again, a lot of these conspiracy theorists, like, I don't love, even want to hear it. <laughs> well, I love their thought processes. I love that they're trying to bring information in, but mm-hmm. it's once they get the actual facts, it's instantly that's a lie. Well, mm-hmm. that's a lie. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them like to try to tie it up nicely to where, like, and again, I'm going to relate to flat earthers here, where flat earthers, a lot of them don't believe in gravity. So, therefore, a lot of the tests to prove the earth is round makes are impossible to do because gravity's not a thing. It's like, well, wait a second. You're tying these two together too nicely. Like, yeah. you believe one to believe another. You believe the second one just to cover your ass on the first one to make oh. it to where somebody can't tell, can't show you the correct way of doing it. Um, you're making it to where somebody can't have a, a reasonable conversation with you because now you're being ridiculous. Yeah. You know, you you know they're they're basically doing it to protect themselves. And a lot of them too preach this whole thing of. The uh, religious zealots, they use a lot of, like, religious terms. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it, like I said, in the United States at least, is based in religion. And it's like, wait a second. Your your whole premise behind this is your religion. And now you're saying that all these other people are using their religion against you. Like, that's bullshit. Mm. Like, science, I'm sorry. There's a reason religion and the government... Don't go together. Yeah. Because science is nothing. Science and scientists are nothing but facts. They don't really give a shit other than that. They take all the, like 95% of what scientists do is just write down information. They just collect data. Mm-hmm. That's all they're doing. They're collecting data and they're like, here, here's the data. Here's what we got today, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, and, and a very few of them are actually looking at the data and, drawing from it the information they need mm-hmm. but 95 percent of scientists are just collecting data they're just gathering information and they're just like here's the information here's the information appreciate it for it though i mean well and i think there's been there is a huge issue with science and a lot of distrust in science and uh there's on the, on the simon dan podcast he talked to this lady who's an astrophysicist i can't remember her name but she brought up a great point. She goes, there's a lot of distrust in science because for the longest time, scientists looked at it as it's not our job to teach. It's not our job to communicate these. She was a uh, non She was a uh, microbiologist and she was studying the reefs down in Australia, the Great Barrier Reef. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was noticing because of global warming that the reef was dying and not growing back because it takes an extremely long time long for the reef time, to grow yeah. back and it's dying. And um, she went up to one of her senior scientists who had done it for a really long time. And his argument to her was, it's not our job to explain it to them. Our job is to get the information. It's like, well, wait a second. This information that you're gathering, yes, you put it out, but it's not, <sighs> I don't want to say it's not, it's easy to find the information. Not, it's not like shown to you how to get that information. Mm -hmm. Like people don't know how to get that information. So therefore, yes, you're putting it out there, but you're not helping your cause in any means to make people trust science more. 
when we don't understand it already. (laughs) The layman's person doesn't understand it. And now there's this whole creation because of what's happened here recently to where there are people out there who are purely just science communicators. And that's what these debunkers essentially in a nutshell are where they understand it because they took it, they had interest in it on their personal level and looked into it more and figure things out. And now they're basically making it digestible for other people. Now it's still very (laughs) difficult to understand and complicated information, but I think it's a good step in the right direction because at least now people can find avenues to make it digestible. Bill Nye was a great one. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, I think, is a great one. And it's because they're very personable. They're very... um, You connect with them almost, you know? They're like... they're. I mean, for lack of a better way of saying it, they're like actors. You can get drawn in by them, in Mm -hmm. a sense. Um, Where what they tell you, you're like, oh, that makes sense. Because you're not sitting there trying to figure out this huge equation. Right. They're explaining it to you in a way... To where you can physically go do it on your own and be like, oh, that makes sense. Or, mm-hmm. oh, I understand that. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like I always think of science, like uh, sitting in class, taking notes. I hated science. It's mm-hmm. terrible. Just falling asleep, writing notes down. Like, no, they're they're coming out and they're like, this is what this means. This is what, you know. They put a, they, they did the hard work, basically, and they're explaining it to you. Well, not even way. that. They understand it. Right. And now they're breaking it down again for you, or trying to at least. Right. And that's what uh, a lot of like, <clears throat> I would put Simon Dan, Conspiracy Cats, and Professor Dave in that as well, where they're not out to like belittle people. No, that's what, they're yeah. out to like try to help you understand this information. Yeah. And even for somebody like me, who's I was, I'm not a conspiracy theorist really in any way. Um, I just enjoy the stories, but like it helps me understand like. Oh, this makes sense what you're saying. Yeah. And oh, the, okay, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's it's pretty simple stuff. So, but I like it. All right, well, we're gonna wrap up, guys. So, but it was kind of a fun Sorry. conversation. Um, but yeah, I think next episode we're gonna be talking about some conspiracy theories. And if you want to bring somebody on, that's fine. We'll just get them in there as well. Um, mm-hmm. and we'll just go from there. So. Uh, there it is. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We hope you have a good rest of your day. Bye.